But popular or unpopular, right now he is in control. Davy Boy has been taking quite a beating at the hands of the hitman. He's wrestled around the globe, capturing 32 championships over He's five decades. of the Hart family. He's the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. This is excellently executed. You're listening to Excellently Executed. executed. And it's time for another episode of the Excellently Executed Podcast. Yes, this is the podcast that details and dissects and breaks down the matches of Brett Hitman Hart. And on today's show, we have a real ring-a-ding-dong dandy. And if you don't know what that is, I will tell you. Because we are going to Stampede Wrestling. We are going to go to March 10th, 1987 and check out the match between Bret Hart and the British Bulldog, Davy Boy Smith. I can see more reviews of Davy Boy Smith matches in the future. Because he is one of my other favorite wrestlers. He had the looks, the power... It's a shame that he left us way too soon. But the good thing is, is that through his children, his son Harry and his daughter Georgia, that his spirit is able to live on and Bulldog fans are still able to celebrate his life. Harry is an amazing wrestler that I really feel hasn't really been discovered in America yet. But mark my words, just wait because I see big things for him. And Georgia continues the legacy of the British Bulldog on social media. She's always posting old photos and and stories. And you can check it out at underscore Davy Boy Smith. But I really wanted to review a match from Stampede Wrestling. Because even though I'm Canadian, I haven't really seen too much of Stampede Wrestling. Because by the time I was born in 1985, Stampede Wrestling's heyday was well over. And even though there was a small revival, I did not get to see much of that because I was still a little kid. And also, I didn't get to see anything on the WWE Network because by the time I got around to watching it, it was pulled off. And more on that later. However, I'm really excited because I really feel like Stampede Wrestling is a part of Canadian culture. Kind of like Tim Hortons or Hockey Night in Canada. Unfortunately... Over the years, it has kind of gotten buried, and a lot of people of my generation know of the wrestlers that Stampede Wrestling has produced, Brian Pillman, Owen Hart, Bret Hart, Jim Neidhart, the British Bulldog, Dynamite Kid, but I don't think they know much about Stampede Wrestling itself, or its matches, or its history, which is very unfortunate, but luckily, thanks to books and Twitter accounts, if you dig deep enough you'll still be able to find remnants of Canada's hidden treasure. So what I'm going to do right now is it's not a plug, but it's a couple of recommendations. I really suggest you check them out, especially the book Pain and Passion, The History of Stampede Wrestling by Heath McCoy. I read it a long time ago, and I'm actually rereading it right now. Not only does it tell you about everything you need to know about Stampede Wrestling, but it talks about like Stu Hart, Bad News Allen, or Brown It for you WWF fans, Dynamite Kid, British Bulldog Dave Boy Smith, everything. It even talks a lot about Bruce Hart. 
someone who I don't think gets enough credit for what they contributed to professional wrestling. Now, I am going to put a link in the description, and I'll also tweet it out later. So do yourself a favor and check it out. Another great book that has come out recently is The History of the North American Heavyweight Championship. Now, this was Stampede Wrestling's big title. I'll also put a link of that into the description. This book also comes with a great Twitter because the the gentleman that wrote it has a fantastic Twitter account called Stampede Forever, and you can follow him at Stomper Goldie. Now, as for it goes on the podcast front, obviously you have this podcast. Another fantastic podcast is called Ring-A-Ding-Dong-Dandy, and it's by uh, the Dave Dynasty podcast group. You can check them out on Twitter at Stampede Pod. They will detail more than I could possibly detail. I'm just getting into this, and I'm actually using all these resources to look up stuff and information for my podcast. Speaking of my podcast, I just want to talk about maybe the elephant in the room as it comes to monetization. And I really, this is very important to me. I really want to make note of this and I want to address it publicly. If I ever come to the decision that I want to monetize this podcast, so Patreon or Pro Wrestling T-Store, ads, whatever, I want to make it known that no less than 75% of the profit will be going to a charity or cause associated with Bret Hart, such as March of Dimes or Terry Fox Run. And then no more than 25% will be going back into the podcast. So ads or hosting or anything I need to do to help this podcast grow. I do not want to make any personal profit on Bret Hart's name. This podcast is not about profit. It's a passion project from one Bret Hart fan to others. With that being said, it's time to get into our match this week. And as Ed Whalen would say, And away we go with another edition of the Stampede Wrestling Show. All the matches, all the moments, all the heart. You're listening to Excellently Executed. It was a family feud on March 10th, 1987 in Calgary, Alberta as Bret Hart took on Davey Boy Smith. Now this wasn't for WWF but for Stampede Wrestling. And I know what you're thinking. At this time, British Bulldog and Bret Hart were well into their WWF runs. Well, let me explain. This was during the time that Bruce Hart was running a revived Stampede Wrestling. Stu Hart had sold the rights of the territory to Vince McMahon, signing the deal on August 24th, 1985. And it was agreed that Stu would get $1 million over 10 years, plus 10% of the gate when WWF would run in Calgary and Edmonton. Now, in return, Vince would get the promotion, the TV time, and a number of wrestlers such as Brett, Jim Neidhart, Dynamite Kid, and Davey Boy Smith. Also, Bruce Hart would be given a job as a booking agent. Now, over the next few years, Vince wouldn't be drawing in the territory as he thought. And Bruce, who was unhappy about the sale, found a partner and had decided to revive Stampede Wrestling. This was right around WrestleMania 3, in which 
at the time, the British Bulldogs were feuding with the Hart Foundation. As a favor to Stu, Vince agreed to let a few of the wrestlers return to Stampede Wrestling. And that's what leads us to this match. The match starts out hot as Hart hits Davy Boy with a Hart uppercut. Now it appears that we started in middle of the match. And apparently this was a common thing for Stampede Wrestling to do on their television shows. Since they didn't really have jobber matches if you will. They started out longer matches in the middle to have hot action to appeal more to those at home. Also, it enticed people to go to the full show so they could experience the full match. The text on the screen reads, Family Feud as this is the battle of the brother-in-laws. In case you don't know, at the time, Davy is married to Brett's sister, Diana. Hart taunts Davy Boy before going for another Hart uppercut. But Davy Boy turns into a backslide for a two count. Brett quickly recovers and goes back onto the attack. He hits a leg drop that makes Davy Boy's nose start to bleed. Hart locks on a headlock and the audience breaks out in a loud Davy chant. Davy fights out and charges the ropes, but Hart cuts him off with a knee. The audience groans. Hart takes advantage of a bleeding Davy Boy by connecting with a fist to the face followed by ramming Davy's face into the turnbuckle and choking Davy on the ropes. you got to remember, at this point in time, Bret Hart is a heel. As the referee administers the five count, Hart slingshots Davy off the ropes, but Davy rolls through and hits a dropkick, sending Bret over the top to the floor. As Davy regroups, Hart quickly jumps back in the ring and connects with an elbow on the back of Davy's neck. Hart sends Davy into the ropes and Davy comes back with a sunset flip for the pin but only gets a two. A heel Bret Hart starts mimicking the crowd by clapping before whipping Davy Boy into the ropes and body slamming him in position. Bret hops onto the second rope for an elbow drop. Instead of coming down on his knees like he would become synonymous with, Bret jumps off the rope and lands on his back as Davy rolls out of the way. Davy whips Hart into the ropes and connects with the clothesline. I always liked Davy's clotheslines because he didn't move much when he was throwing them, but because of the size of his arms, it looks effective. Davy once again demonstrates his power by grabbing Brett's hair with both hands, lifting Brett up in the air and flopping him on the mat. Davy hits Brett with a beautiful suplex, then goes for the cover, but guess what? He only gets a two. Hart then rolls out of the ring to regroup and heads towards the locker room. Davy follows him and grabs his hair and throws him back into the ring. Bulldog hits a fisherman suplex into a pin, but once again, only gets a two. Brett once again tries to get away by going to the outside, but Davy follows him and sends him back into the ring. Davy picks up Brett, and as he is doing so, Brett extends his hand out as a peace offering, but... Davy slams him instead. Davy goes to the second rope and comes off with a knee. He bounces right back up and hits a rope for a big elbow drop. Davy goes for a pin, but only gets a two. Brett once again rolls out of the ring and heads to the locker room, but Davy catches him and very, very, very impressively. Can you tell him I'm impressed? 
lifts Brett up like he is going for a gorilla slam and carries him down the aisle and throws him into the ring. He had to have walked at least 15 to 20 steps carrying a full-grown man over his head. Very impressive. Davy then launches himself from the apron into the ring, but Brett catches him with some knees. Brett scurries away as Davy gets up. As the ref is checking on Davy Boy, Brett wraps a chain around his fist and wallops Davy. Davy Boy has to shake that off. For this minute, he's got some chain. He's got some chain in his hand. something back in his trunks. He wrapped the chain around his knuckles, knocked his man out of the ring. Davy Boy Smith covered in blood. At this point, Davy is just busted wide open. Brett hops on the outside and goes to work with some fists on Davy's face. Back in the ring, Hart hits a dropkick as the crowd starts to rally behind Davy Boy Smith. Hart hits a backbreaker, goes for the pin, but Davy kicks out at two. And Hart, as a classic heel, begins to argue with the referee. Davy is wearing a crimson mask. Kids, if you don't know what that is, do your homework. Brett hits a nice pile driver. Kids, if you don't know what that is, do your homework. Davy is laid out in the middle of the Stampede logo on the mat. Brett once again mimics the crowd. Brett covers Davy, but after a two count, once again, argues with the referee, and even goes as far as giving the referee a little shove. What a jerk. Brett goes to whip Davy Boy into the ropes, but it is reversed, and Davy picks up Brett Hart for the gorilla press, but stumbles back and drops Brett crotch first onto the ropes. The crowd is so loud at this point that you can't even hear Ed Whalen. Davy whips Brett into the turnbuckle and Brett hits third and first. After an attempted two, Davy locks on a sleeper hold. Brett backs Davy up, sandwiching the referee in the turnbuckle. With the referee down, Brett Hart goes to pull out the chain, but Dynamite Kid appears. He gets on the apron and distracts Brett. Davy knocks down Brett and then grabs the chain. Davy threatens to hit Hart as Ed Whalen announces that the referee has disqualified Bret Hart. Davy Boy Smith at 16 minutes 30 seconds by disqualification. I really gotta say I had lots of fun going back and watching this match. I've seen Davy and Brett wrestle so many times, but I've never seen them wrestle outside of the WWF. And one thing I really like about Stampede Wrestling that's known for 
is a fast-paced action. It's almost a precursor to what AEW is today. But this promotion really revolutionized professional wrestling. The wrestlers that were brought from this promotion into WWF, WCW, NWA over the years are wrestlers that have influenced the guys and girls you see in the ring today. Now, Vince owns a majority of Stampede Wrestling. However, he does not own Bret Hart's matches from Stampede Wrestling. That is why you don't see it on the network. And it's very unfortunate because the biggest losers out of this are the fans. Now, I'm not taking Vince McMahon's side. I'm not taking Bret Hart's side because they both have their reasons. But what I'm saying is that as a fan, I feel robbed. And as a Canadian, I feel like a part of my heritage is being taken away. And I know that might sound like, you know, I'm going to the extremes, but I really mean that. It would be nice to have old Stampede Wrestling on TSN, kind of like AWA was on ESPN Classics. But unfortunately, we're not going to get that anytime soon. However, with the miracle of YouTube, you can find a lot of good stuff on there, such as this match. As for Brett and Davey Boy, this wouldn't be the last time that we saw them wrestle each other in Stampede Wrestling. On December 15, 1995, the Stu Hart Tribute Show, a showdown at the Corral, took place in Calgary, Alberta. And in the main event, Bret Hart successfully defended his WWF title against Davey Boy Smith. I am hoping I can find a recording of that because that will be a future episode if I do. If anyone listening has any Stampede Wrestling stories or memories, shoot me a tweet or DM on Twitter or send me an email at excellentlyexecutedpod at gmail.com because I would love to share it on the show. Let's keep the spirit of Stampede Wrestling alive. Alright, that about does it for this episode. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss a future episode. Also, leave some feedback, maybe a review. And you can follow us on Twitter and Facebook at Bret Hart Pod, as well as Instagram at Excellently Executed. If you agree, disagree, whatever you have to say, shoot us a message at excellentlyexecutedpod at gmail.com. And until next time, stay excellent. In the meantime, and in between time, that's it! Well, aren't you guys lucky? Because I have a little, uh, as my friends at OSW Review would say, a Brucey bonus. It would appear that the Stampede match wasn't the only time that Davy Boy Smith and Bret Hart had a televised single match. They went toe to toe on Superstars on May 9th, 1987. It starts out with Bret in the ring, accompanied by Jim the Anvil Neidhart and their manager at the time, Jimmy Hart. The British Bulldogs are introduced and they make their way down to the ring with their manager, Matilda. Now, if you don't know who Matilda is, Matilda was a bulldog, a real bulldog. As all three bulldogs get inside the ring, Jesse Ventura claims that Matilda has fleas.
McMahon, I'm not kidding you. The dog has fleas. I had to go get, what do they call that, deep lead? You were deep lead? Yeah, after holding that much. The match starts off stampede style as we get a headlock followed by some rope-a-dope before Bret Hart is shoulder-blocked to the outside of the ring. Bret gets back in the ring and Davy Boy cuts him off with some punches and headbutts in the corner. Davy Boy goes to whip Bret Hart, but Bret cuts him off and answers with some blows of his own. Bret whips Davy Boy into the ropes, drops down, and connects with a knee into the breadbasket of the Bulldog. Maybe I should use my words more wisely. He didn't hit Matilda. He hit Davy Boy Smith. Bret nails an atomic drop. Then he picks up Davy's legs, almost to look like he's going for a sharpshooter, but he stomps Davy Boy's midsection. Jimmy Hart and Jim Neidhart are jubilated outside as they celebrate the success of the hitman. Bret Hart sends Davy Boy into the ropes and throws him up high in the air as he delivers a back body drop. Bret resorts to some heel tactics as he bites the forehead of Davy Boy Smith. Bret once again sends Davy into the ropes. Davy counters with what looks to be like a crucifix pin, but Bret crashes Davy to the mat. Brett sends Davy Boy into the turnbuckle, but Davy slingshots off, goes behind Brett, and hits Brett with a couple of shoulder blocks. Davy then throws Brett into the turnbuckle, stirred him first. And just like in their stampede match, Davy Boy picks Brett up by his hair and sends him crashing down onto the mat. This makes the crowd go wild. Davy sends Brett bouncing off the ropes and connects with a solid clothesline. At this point, Dynamite Kid and Jim Neidhart start to brawl on the outside as a distracted Davy Boy gets nailed by a drop kick. Brett sends Davy Boy into the rope. Brett picks up Davy Boy, but Davy Boy rolls through. Then he picks Brett up for his finishing move, the running power slam. Four minutes and 26 seconds, Davy Boy Smith. After the match, Jimmy Hart distracts Davy Boy as Danny Davis, the former referee, ambushes Davy Boy, and along with Brett, they do a three on one beatdown on Davy Boy. Dynamite Kid is able to escape the clutches of Jim Neidhart, runs into the ring, and chases the heels off. I hope you enjoy this bonus episode, and I'll see you on the next episode of Excellently Executed.